0: Gang, Andy's still off being a proud papa, and we have Ryan Peneff from the Commander Cookout Podcast. If you don't know the Commander Cookout Podcast, you need to check them out. They're a couple of hilarious Canadians just like us. We got Ryan here to give you a taste of that flavor, and not only that, I want you to remember to check out their Kickstarter for a Commander Cookout Podcast playmat and additional perks like dice, shirts, stickers. All kinds of great stuff. You must check it out. They're a great podcast, and this playmat is truly gorgeous. This episode's cool, too. Ryan brought us a wicked deck that's all about Dragon's Approach and casting them for cheap or for free. It's pretty spicy. Let's check it out. Ryan, welcome to the show. You are a returning
1: co-host to the show. Yeah, am I? Thanks for having me. Am, Am I the only returning co-host i don't think that i am oh that is a great question
0: uh i don't I want to say like alistair might have done a couple back in the day
1: like years ago I, I think he's done he did like the the boros attacky metal craft guy once and then one other one and then oh, maybe butler your friend a
0: couple yeah
1: oh and butler dang yeah Oh, See, I got to up this my is, game.
0: I mean, so so you're kind of you know, if we're going to refer to the Commander's Brew podcast as like you know, eras of the earth, that like you're ta- we're talking about like Jurassic period, <laughs> like way oh, back man. in the day. Um we haven't had an occasion. Well, I mean, you know, the last when you guested for us before, it was because Andy was becoming a dad. For the first time, and yes. this occasion is again because Andy is off. I guess do you become a dad for the second time? I'm not sure how you how you measure that, but
1: he is. You become more dad. I think I think you become more dad. You upgrade from like, you upgrade from. Your wife not hating you for making dad jokes, you upgrade <laughs> to like white New Balance shoes that are stained with cut grass. You upgrade. Oh, yeah. You become more dad. You get the beer belly and the dad bod, which is like totally in now. It's like a thing, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. how do we define what's the difference between a dad bod and a pandemic bod? Ooh. I've never heard anyone talk about a pandemic bod.
1: Uh, you know, like in that's that a term, good, that's a good question. I have never thought of that. I don't know. Cause like, usually it's, I it's would have tough. a quick witted kind of response. I'd just be like, oh yeah, it's easy. It's like less butt crack or something. Right. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't
0: know. I don't know either. I don't know either. I, I, but I, so it, it has been a while. Um, things seem like, you know, from an outside perspective, CCO podcast is going strong Um, Mm -hmm.
1: F, F F all of everyone involved. (laughs) Yes. 100%. They're all seven out of tens. Every single person that listens to commander cookout (laughs) and, and Brando and you guys like commanders brew. What? Who? Bunch of seven (laughs) out of tens at best.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Uh, so from the outside, everything's going great. Uh, Like, and then how, how are you feeling as an, you know, we don't often get to hear like, you know, the off the off the you know you're out of your you're out of your home you're you're a guest here you can put your yeah. feet up talk about whatever you is there anything, you know what do you is there anything you want to like get get out there you want to give us some dirt on brando maybe yeah well okay
1: well i was gonna say <laughs> you don't have things, to but now you don't i'm have gonna to. say now i'm gonna say several <laughs> things i am in my home a yes i'm in my home studio cco is in my basement Ooh. two. My feet won't go up because I don't have socks on. I just got out of the shower. Mm -hmm. And despite just getting out of the shower, I'm totally just a sweaty, just dripping gross because all the lights in here are so hot. Yeah. Dirt on Brando. Uh, (laughs) Man, he's kind of a hard guy to have dirt on
0: just because he's so out there. I know. I know. I I feel it's out of character to have even asked the question. I don't know why I, I did. I just feel like uh, I. I guess you know you and the CCO brand. I just bring. I just want to like get into it. It's like uh, you, oh, the, you the know the what. Hey, you
1: know what? Here's there's there's something about the CCO brand that's sometimes hard to to get from the outside looking in because right now I'm talking to the Commander's Brew audience. We've, right. had in the, we've had in the past where we make a comment on something, maybe somebody says something on Twitter that we know is a fan or a listener or part of our Discord, et cetera, or somebody will leave a comment from the same group, the the fan base, the Discord, one of our regular listeners on YouTube, somebody will make a comment like, oh, totally medium episode boys or like <laughs> 7 out of 10 at best, right? And then somebody will, somebody will reply to that comment and be like... Geez, what's wrong with you, man? I thought it was good, right? Like they don't they don't get it, right? Yeah, they don't yeah. get that we that seven out of ten is like primo stuff. That's like a compliment, right? When we say fu that's like a term of endearment. I know. When, uh, it's so it's
0: I love it. I love it. Um, it's it's just it feels warm. We don't do that so much around here, but Andy and I come from like the comedy world when we're when we're not in the podcast world, we're in the comedy world. And, you know, improvisers, comedians, we love we show affection by ripping on each other, just roasts, burns, all that stuff. So oh, man. I, I,
1: it it feels great. I love hearing it, right? Uh, <laughs> just, it, you know what? i i i love listening to commander's brew i remember and i was gonna rip on you guys a little bit because <laughs> the deck that we're doing today yeah is is not budget and it's not 100 dollars, 150 bucks like your guys's decks normally are now i remember way way like a thousand years ago mm-hmm. i was driving to edmonton and Canadians know where Edmonton is, but if you're international listener, Edmonton is like six hours east of here, and I'm like a thousand hours east of Sean because Canada's gigantic. Yeah. So I'm on the highway. I'm in the middle of literal nowhere, and I just messaged you guys on Twitter. Just randomly messaged you guys on Twitter, and I was like, Hey, Commanders Brew, I think I DM'd you even. Commanders Brew, why don't you guys just like for once just do like a non-budget deck? And I think I got Andy, and him and I had like this big conversation in twitter dms about budget decks and and why would we go off brand and if this is what people are tuning into us for why would we do this and it makes it interesting and restrictions and everything right and i was like oh yeah wow and it made me think it it like it was like inception like a hundred years before i started any podcasting because you guys started before i did i was like I could I could do this. I think that, that this is – I just held my own with a real live content creator. I can do this. And it wasn't for like 400 years later and then I started working out of town and then we were having drinks one night and I got swindled into it. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm doing this now.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: I can't imagine – the
0: world where you didn't get into, like, I love, I, I consider, you know, you and Brandos over at CCO, you're both Canadian, both love a good time, you both love brewing unusual decks. Like, they're not, you know, budget aside, like, I, I don't think budget has to have anything to do with your creativity. Uh, I feel like we are spiritual kin.
1: Uh, we'd like oh, to man. brew similar like, uh we're like that. What's that new zombie card where, the, where it's a blue card from, from Crimson Vow where the two zombies are like oh, coming oh, apart? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah.
0: d- 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 z- 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 oh, boy.
1: You got to put it on the screen or something when you yeah, find it, right? Yeah, I will. It's I that will. Bl- I it's, will. It, yeah, it's two zombies coming apart. That's me and Sean. Just like two dudes. Like one guy got red hair and a stupid camel hat. And one guy's like, hey, I'm from Toronto or something, right? Uh, no, necro-duality. <laughs> yes, necro-duality, except <laughs> we're like we're like a uh, cco brew duality there's yeah. there's got to be a something in there that we can yeah. joke about or something i you know what i wish that i wish that the 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 toronto travel tax the ttt i wish it didn't exist because oh, i would yeah. fly to toronto like blue jay game downtown toronto sports district all the restaurants and bars my wife and i we love it down there yeah, you know, we try to we try to make a trip every couple of years, and we were gonna go this summer, but eh, you can't, you know, right? yeah. Or or you couldn't. And uh, I would have loved to hook up with you guys and do Battle of the Brews when that oh was going on. Still, when yeah. you guys could all meet in person, right? I miss those. Those are one of the only gameplay videos that I watch. Yeah, watched. We we miss
0: them too. We miss them a lot. Oh oh. Not to get too, you know, nostalgic or whatever, but like yeah. man, the arts the, the arts industry got rocked and we had the luxury one of the reasons we were able to do it is cause we, we had the luxury of we took over the improv theater that we worked and did shows at during one of the daytime. You took it over?
1: Like, did you, did you commandeer it? Did you, did you just kind go in of. there with sabers and blast and guns in the well, air? Well,
0: I mean, we didn't have to because we had keys to the front door, <laughs> but like we oh. would, we would like just, we'd be the only ones in there. Uh, and since we both worked there, we were able to get it, you know, as long as there weren't any like people booking it, like paying to book it yeah. like that, they would always kick us out. But, our overhead was quite low, but that theater had to shut down during the pandemic. So no, yeah. Like it's closed, boarded up. It looks like, it looks like Detroit. I guess so. I mean, it was, it was, it was above a post office. So the post (laughs) office is still fine. So you don't see, you can't really see any boards. Yeah. Just, just
1: a door that has stairs behind it with boards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: I wonder, I, I haven't been back. I wonder if something has taken it over again. Yeah,
1: that sounds like a perfect opportunity for me to fly out. We'll just <laughs> like, we'll smash the boards down and we'll just set up a studio and we'll just do like magic improv s- scenes and s- skits for like four days and just like shoot it off to an editor and just be like, Hey, can you, can you do something with this and just make it happen? Right. Me, oh, you, Brando, Andy, whoever else you got that's like good. Every single other Andy in the magic community, because every content creator and writer who does magic is named Andy, except for you and I and Brian. There are a lot much.
0: of Andys, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's
1: a lot of Andys. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But uh, yeah, uh, super fun.
0: My middle name's Ryan, if that's, uh, if that helps.
1: Oh, wow. You know what? I if, if I ever had another kid, I might have to, it isn't, it isn't. Okay, but I was okay. just thinking if I ever, if I ever had another kid, I'd have to name it like sean andy brando you know what i mean like just it's all hyphenated though one first name right just one yeah, yeah, big yeah. long hyphenated first name shabrando shabrando, shabrando. <laughs> that sounds like sh- sh- um what's what's the shark sh- Shabralin and Shabraz Oh yeah, or yeah 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 yeah, yeah and they have yeah, partner yeah. but partner with himself <laughs> right right very specific partner yes more specific partner than secret lair
0: it like, would be secretly like, or
1: more specific
0: what's like do you remember do you remember back in your school days when like the teacher would like I, when i went to school there would occasionally be par- projects or like assignments where you had to find a partner to work on something and there were mm-hmm. there were always pairs who would always like just they were the partners they would like like we will always work with each other i was like oh, yeah. as soon as, of as the teacher duos. says it's
1: pairs you look across the room and you make eye contact with your partner yeah 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 yeah. And there's some nostalgia yeah for sure that was me and my buddy andrew Yeah. another andy yeah we well, sort of yeah i guess i guess sort he, of. He, he ended up being my best man at my wedding oh so does, is like, he still and an andrew he's still an andrew and okay. I was the best man at his wedding. It's like, hey, we're getting married. We looked across the room at each other, and we just knew. <laughs> well, that's nice. That's sweet. I like that. Yeah, man, it was it was good. Same uh, s- same weekend as three other weddings, kind of. I had a wedding on Friday, a wedding on Saturday, a wedding on Tuesday, and then a wedding the following Saturday. And all of them were in different cities and different provinces. Man, it was Holy a whirlwind. <laughs> that's Lots of too miles much partying. Oh man. And one of them one of them was like a Sikh wedding, which lasts like five days. So Was that the one that started on Tuesday? No. No. (laughs) No. We had to miss a bunch of it. So like we we went to the Friday wedding, which is way down south in the province that we live in by Craven. If people are familiar with like Craven Country Thunder, Country Music Festival, it was there. So we had a wedding on a Friday there. Then we got in the car drove to i don't even know where we drove we drove to calgary yeah we came back on a monday from from the calgary wedding and went to the tuesday wedding the next day and then three days later got on a plane to go to winnipeg and like had a three-day wedding and it was like in there was a sikh temple and then there was like a traditional thing and it was like man free food an open bar it's it's like weddings are for anybody who's not been married weddings can kind of turn into status symbols right so it's like oh "Oh, i spent sixty thousand dollars on my wedding i must be better than you all that kind of stuff right so i was uh i was living the high life for a few days because none of those weddings were mine (laughs) yeah
0: yeah (laughs) I, i love i love attending a
1: an extravagant to do yeah, oh yeah. You like, know what? When I texted Andy, and, I, and like way back in the day when I was driving to Edmonton, I was yeah. going to an extravagant to do. I was. I oh. That's what I was doing. Yeah. yeah the it, most, was, it was.
0: Ex- most extravagant to do I've ever been to was uh, uh, a bar mitzvah where they, the family, rented out the entire Royal Ontario Museum. Whoa. I guess not the entire thing. Like like there's an area you can like rent out after hours, but it's like the main hall area. It was astounding.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever been to that one, which what what is there a museum of civilization? Is that a thing? It's like in it's like in Gatineau. Oh, is that a thing? I don't know. I've been to that one. That's the one I've been to. the The actual sculpture of the thing that's like the boat that's on the twenty the Canadian twenty dollar bill. It's really? There. Yeah, it's really? the only thing I remember about it.
0: Okay, <laughs> I saw that that happy tugboat in Halifax. Happy
1: or is it tugboat? in St. John's? Do not Google that. I don't remember. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I don't want to know anything more about that. I remember, like maybe I do. A little but face I don't know. painted on him.
0: I think he's from a kid show, but he like li- he like hangs out in the harbor out there.
1: Oh, man. All right. We oh, had man. different things in our heads, didn't we?
0: <laughs> we? We could we could turn this into Canadian landmarks or tourist attractions, but we won't. Oh, yeah. Um, we, that'll be our could. spinoff podcast. These, these oh, 100%. Usual beginning segments usually end up being little side spinoffs. But if it was just so then, just to, to close it, do you have a favorite Canadian tourist attraction slash historical site wow i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go i'll go first if it's unfair to put you on the spot without being able to play the game as well i got a couple i got a couple you got a couple okay
1: okay okay i got a couple could i I do could i do like a, a, a like i got a couple you go first though all right all right
0: Uh, If you go to Sudbury, Ontario, you can go to a nickel mine, an old, non-working, non-functioning nickel mine. But you can take a tour down the elevator and they'll walk you around. Uh, And out front is a gigantic, several-story high nickel, like the coin, (laughs) like a a sculpture of the coin made. Is it all 100% nickel? I don't know if it's made of nickel, but it's a gigantic five-cent piece.
1: That is excellent. Yeah. Yours is way funnier than mine. Mine is going to be, <laughs> mine is going to be like actual, actual play. Like I know yours is actual place, uh, but uh, I got a couple. Okay. I got a shout out. I got a shout out Toronto Blue Jays. I got to say, I got to say like Rogers Center, Blue Jay game, Dome open and or CN Tower Skywalk, where you can walk outside around like the big brim, like the, brig, oh, the yeah. big bulb of That's the CN new Tower. That's a Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, it's 1,300 feet in the air or something. Like, it's ridiculously high. It takes sound like four seconds to hit that far up off of the earth. That's one. That's definitely one. You can watch Blue Jay games up there. It takes like four seconds for you to hear the crack of the home run bat. That's that's pretty amazing. The crack of the bat. Yeah. Uh, Grasslands National Park in southern saskatchewan people would say oh it's just boring it's just flat land yeah it's so flat you can see the curvature of the earth that's how flat it is that's pretty 12, cool 000, 12, 000 years ago a glacier was just like oh yeah this is flat now see ya and made it flat <laughs> and it's amazingly flat it's like the ocean And I got number three. This is Canada Olympic Park in Calgary foothills. It's just west of Calgary or in in Western Calgary. It's where the 1988 Olympics were. You can go there and do like experience bobsleigh where you can like pay to go and ride in a bobsleigh summer or winter. They have the track open. And you can ride I guess a bobsleigh. you got wheels. I guess
0: there's wheels for the summer. Yeah,
1: yeah. Big, like, like they've got, like, 50 rollerblade wheels on this big bobsleigh in the summer. And in the winter, you ride it on ice. And it's just the heaviest, biggest, fastest, loudest thing you'll ever do. It's like a roller coaster mixed with a water slide. I would love to try that. Super fun. Super
0: fun. Well, great. Well, great. Ah. These are, you know, if you're from Canada, you've probably been to or heard of these. And if you're from outside of Canada, you probably have never even heard of most of these because... You know what? If you're from the land of, of the of free,
1: the borders are open. You can
0: come up here now. It's true. It's true. Yeah. There's got to be a huge stretch where there's not even a guard. There's like not even roads. You can just like drive over. Oh, yeah. Don't tell that to Mexico. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Um, we'll do everything honorably, though. Um Including play a fun game of Commander, you know, where everyone's on the same page to build a fun kind of deck. Should we
1: lean into it? Should we start getting into the deck you brought us? I'm ready. I have the physical cards in front of me laid out in all of the, the fun, interesting categories that, that you guys do on Commander's Brew. I'm ready.
0: Okay, great. Hey, gang, I want to take the second to thank you for listening. Truly, 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 truly. It means a lot. Listening is great, and we love doing this, and... You know, can't do it without you. So, truly, thank you. Also, thank you to those of you who've gone to patreon.com slash commandersbrew, helped out financially. That is absolutely massive. Uh, It's a huge help. It truly, truly is. There's so many other ways to help out, too. Um, Maybe you don't have the cash. Maybe you want to help, but you're like, ah, things are tight. Listen, I get it. You can help by giving us a nice review on your podcast app or go into our YouTube channel Giving us a like and a subscribe if you're planning on ordering cards anyway that's part of your budget go through our tcg player link we do get a little cut of that and if you're a canadian listener we want to send you to the wizard's tower where you'll get the best deal in the house and that is money off your magic singles let's hear an ad from them now you enter the cave and discover that we're proud canadian podcasters And we're proud to be sponsored by one of Canada's premier card stores, The Wizard's Tower, wizardtower.com. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, BRUEADVENTURES, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free, as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. Now, roll a perception check. Ryan, thank you for bringing us. This is so, so I'll introduce the commander and the theme. Um,. Yep. And then we'll, you know, as usual, as you know, just to frame it for the listeners as well, we're going to start. We're going to we're going to ease into it. We're going to start with some of the vegetables, some of the, you know, the basics that keep it running. And then we're going to get into the neat moves. And I would love it if you would give us the honor of introducing the neat move segment when you're ready to. Uh, but this oh, is yeah. a this is a special deck. I, I lo- when you proposed this deck. I was like, this seems very cool. This is Elsha of the Infinite. You know, the monk two and a Jeskai, two blue, red, white, three, three, prowess. I forget about prowess quite often. Uh, the main thing is you can look at the top card of your library, and if it's a non-creature, non-land, you can cast it whenever, as if it had flash. Uh,
1: but As if it had flash, never mind. As if mind. it had flash, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, the, the, the feature of this deck, How would if you were to describe this deck real quickly, this is a dragon's approach deck. Dragon's Approach is that Strixhaven common that's, you know, a deck can have any number of cards named Dragon's Approach. It's a two red sorcery, and it does three damage to each opponent. That's crucial. Each opponent. Each. 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 This is not possible if it's just target opponent or like one opponent. Oh. Uh, uh-uh. It would be impossible. But, the, but it does each opponent three damage. In addition, you may exile Dragon's Approach and four cards named Dragon's Approach from your graveyard. If you do, search up a dragon, put it into the battlefield, and then shuffle up. That means, so when one is resolving, if I understand this correctly, there has to already be four in the graveyard, and you cast the fifth one, and you exile this and four other cards named Dragon's
1: Approach. Correct. Yes, that's right.
0: Don't don't get too... I was originally, I was like testing out i was like wait a minute i have three in the graveyard shouldn't this be the fourth one no
1: four and the one you're just casting in any case that's right and i'll add it is a may it is a may ability so if you had if you had five or six in there already and you cast another one you don't have to search for anything if there's some disadvantageous reason that you might not want to put a creature onto the battlefield you don't that's have a to. great point that's a great point
0: yes uh yeah and uh so that's that's kind of the theme of it and then you know in terms of the like the basics the vegetables the 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 one i want to definitely mention is thrill of possibility i think this style of card draw card is so perfect here it's one in a red instant i mean it could be a sorcery right because elsha as long as it's on the top we can cast it but as an additional cost you discard a card so i'm happy to discard a dragon's approach if i'm one away from getting the five or something like that so i love i love yep. these types of includes for sure
1: yeah and you know what it might as well be a sorcery because i'm also playing tormenting voice yeah and honor the god pharaoh and faithless looting and I, yeah. I used to play wild guess which is the same card sorcery but instead of red one it's red red i used to be playing that and i am playing all of those because discarding a card in this deck dragon's approach and it has past in flames it uh, which lets you cast stuff from your graveyard it uh it it doesn't matter it's just it it makes like black makes the graveyard an extension of your hand this deck in jeskai colors also does that
0: yeah red is very good at doing that as well past in flames particularly the one that gives each incident sorcery flashback in your graveyard and it has flashbacks so even if you milled it or if it's gone sometimes that's a that's a fun deal
1: now i will preface everything that we're talking about with i'm not playing underworld breach okay okay i'm also i was wondering also to that point this deck isn't i don't know air quotes maximized or optimized right i understand that things like tor brand or damage doublers damage triplers more mana production and and things like underworld breach would be good in this deck but i don't want to push it over the the threshold of you know i need a 17 page law abiding rule zero contract and have to get down on my knees to make you believe that it's not that Elsha deck because Elsha already kind of has a boogeyman or stigma of being a CEDH deck cuz there are a bunch of top of library infinite combos with Elsha none of which I'm playing in the deck because I still want to be able to sit down in an LGS or a Magic Fest and just play this is my Elsha Dragons approach deck and and people kind of get their hackles up oh what what do you mean no 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 it's, it's, trust me it's not that it's not yeah. it's not sensei's divining top it's not cast stuff for free infinitely it's not mill my whole deck lab maniac or or thassa's oracle it's none of that it's truly a dragon's approach deck and it does employ a lot of the tricks of dragon's approach but doesn't really use Elsha to do that other than to cast more dragon's approaches
0: yeah. Yeah. I, I I mean, we, I love this philosophy, right? I do think that, um, this is a personal, this is a personal take, right? Everyone fun is relative. Everyone has their own version of fun. I don't, I'll say what I don't find fun first. I don't find it fun. If a deck is designed to do the exact same thing every time. I realize there's a little irony because we're going to be casting a lot of dragons approaches, but that's not that's not what I mean. I mean like yes, uh, you're what what I think you're describing is there's a version of this deck that wants to do dragons approach that is so good at keeping a dragons approach on top, and Elsha just lets you cast them over and over and over for free, so that once you get it set up, you're done. But that's not this. That's not this. This this deck has the potential to do some very powerful things. But you got to kind of like, you got to get a bit lucky. You got to have a little negotiation powers. You have to, things, you have to kind of engineer it yourself yep. as yep. opposed to it just being handed to you. Which I love. Yep. I love a deck and that I'll, can
1: explode, but you got to work for it. And then it feels earned. I'll, I'll back you up even. I'll back you up even by saying there's not a whole ton of the the free protection the the fierce guardianship deflecting swat pact of negation force of will mana drain none of that's in this deck which you would find in the normal elsha cedh deck right and all of the the political prowess that i need to say oh i don't know don't attack me i just have my commander or hey i don't know if i'd kill my commander because i can kill that thing next turn what have you i have to use all of those kind of supplemental magic skills because i'm not playing the stout like counter and deflecting removal package that the cedh elsa deck would be playing right right and and that that's because i got to make room for 20 some dragons approaches (laughs) Uh, 23 i believe are in the list you sent me yeah and you know what i've only played this deck six or eight times and i think that number should be 25 24 25 okay because i find maybe i don't i don't quite find enough dragons approaches to have them in my hand to cast them and scry or cast them and draw a card or i run out of dragons approaches and card draw spells if i have Elsha out and i brick on the top of my library with a land and i don't have a fetch land on the battlefield to shuffle yeah so there's all these little subtle nuances that say Hey, one more, maybe two more over the course of like the 60 or 80 games in the course of a year that I'll play. Like in 2022, maybe I'll play this deck like 60 times. If I had two more dragons approaches, it would be like, oh, okay, you win a couple more games. You feel a little bit better about where the deck's at. Right. And not being a CEDH deck, being a casual deck that I want to keep in kind of that better than precon, but less optimized than fringe cedh range i want to be able to keep it in there and it takes 60 to 80 100 games a year with the deck losing and winning to say this works this doesn't this is too good this isn't good enough right
0: yeah no i mean it's true i, I i'm very grateful do, do you mind if we put a link to the deck list that you sent me oh yeah for sure we'll we'll put a link to that and you can do yourself. And this is I'm so grateful that you're willing to do this level of testing. Um, Some of us trade in decks much faster than that. So the the, the change of like, I don't know if I've played 60 games with a single commander deck ever. Uh, I just change them up way too much. I I see a new one. I want to play it. And then I
1: see the next new one and I want to play that one. And you know what the thing is about it is, like, when we get to the budget section, we see some of the cards that aren't considered, air quotes, budget cards. It's because I have all these cards, right? And because I have a deep collection, I've been playing Magic for 20 years, that I can just pull what I need for the deck and not damage the equity of my collection to not so bad that I'm not not able to build other decks, that I can keep something like this together, which realistically is a kind of a meme deck, right? 20-whatever Dragons Approach is, right? 23. Michael Jordan. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James. I mean, <laughs> head-to-head, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. Who's, who's the best of all time? Michael Jordan, Dragons Approach, or LeBron James?
0: Yeah, yeah. W- which one is the goat? <laughs> well, we should measure by which space jam movie is the better movie oh
1: i'm sure lots of people just ah, you you touched a nerve you touched a nerve there (laughs) i guarantee it i'm sure i I guarantee it because there's people like like between my age and your age who are like oh the michael jordan one and then there's like people who watched Space Jam with their kids with LeBron and they're like, Oh no, this is way better. And my kids love this movie. I just yeah. put it on and like I just put it on and leave. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. My kids ask me, Who's that guy? It's like, well that's Bill Murray. Uh I don't have yeah. time to explain it, but he's a he's a comedy great.
1: Bill Murray, never heard of her.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh Right. I, I'm, I love guests as well because, you know, we, I, we don't put any budget restrictions on our guests. I'm glad you didn't feel the need to change anything. And, you know, in the scope of playing Commander, it's about having fun. And, you know, if if your deck needs a few expensive cards to have fun... So be it. Um, You know
1: what, though? We don't. We don't. Because you did the math on it already. You did the math. Yeah. And we can just eliminate some of the expensive cards out of this deck, and it'll run 99% the same, Hmm. up to and including, I've never cast one of the expensive cards in this deck because I've only ever played it six to eight times, so it might as well not even be in there. It could just be a dragon's approach, right? Right. Which is, well, it's like an uncommon or whatever, and it's like two bucks, but... Or it's a common. It's like two bucks, but it's not seventy dollars like one of the cards we're going to talk about that right. could just get cut, right?
0: I do want to. I, I do want to bring up Ruby Medallion. This is one of the a more one of the more expensive ones, but it, it's instead of just giving us red mana, uh, it says that red spells cost one generic less. And specifically, I think this is so useful. Our aim is to cast a bunch of dragons approaches, going from three to two is great and you know maybe we can get it cheaper with some other things and you know i, th- I think i feel we've spent a good deal of time on kind of the, the 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 engine like the the boring parts just getting cards and casting them but let's get into some of our neat moves working on an effing neat move. let's start with the neat moves of some of the various types of ways you've put into the deck to make casting dragons approach a little bit cheaper. We already mentioned Ruby medallion. What are some other ways we are going to do that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, there's like six or seven of them, right? Ruby Mm -hmm. medallions. One Mm -hmm. semblance anvil is another one where you would exile a non land card from your hand. When, when semblance anvil enters the battlefield and then spells that share a card type with the exiled card cost two less so you would cast Semblance Anvil for three mana and just say, oh, this dragon's approach, see you later. I got yeah. 20 whatever more of them. And now all my dragon's approaches are lightning bolts. Literally lightning bolts when you have Elsha because she lets you cast sorceries at as right. instance. Red, three to everybody. Look at the top. Hmm, red, three to everybody. Look at the top. Hmm, red, three to everybody. Hmm, look at the top. Land, hmm. Crack this fetch land. Shuffle, red three to everybody right it just lets you dig and dig and dig and dig and dig and when people figure it out it's like oh yeah we got to get rid of that now yeah 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 and uh there's a couple others that are like that there's goblin electromancer everybody's favorite goblin makes instants and sorceries cost less jace's sanctum is an enchantment that does it and lets you scry whenever you cast an instant or a sorcery so if
0: yeah, Jason's if sanctum is a premium one,
1: so that you can again help manipulate the top of the deck. Yeah, and burning Profit is is another one like that. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, it gets plus one plus O oh, and scry one. Oh but, yeah. Uh, other cost. Yeah, super good. That's underrated, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling yeah, you, scry yeah. one. Another one, Bergy. Cast a red spell, get a red mana. So if your if your dragon's approaches are reduced by two, and you spend red and then get red they're free so as long as you can look at the top and or shuffle you can cast them all so you yeah. could go off and if you had some way to infinitely manipulate the top of your library or shuffle you could actually cast every dragon's approach in your deck and that's or if your graveyard is full and you had a uh, underworld breach sure but that's not something that i want to do right and we already talked about that
0: well and then in an elja deck though like when would you ever consider casting the back of bergy the horn of bounty so that you can like like if you if you saw the top card and you're like well that's not a dragon's approach that's another way to get digging because then you know you can just exile two cards
1: Hopefully, find one or more dragons approaches. Fire those off. Keep it rolling. I have I have cast the Horn of Plenty, and it just lets you dig. A lot of the times, you cast like uh, draw, 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 and then Jessica's will. For example, I'll make six mana. Flash back my my past in flames. Draw, draw, draw. Uh, Horn of Plenty, Bergy, the backside of Bergy discard 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 draw, draw draw like it's it lets you dig pretty fiercely yeah and uh it's uh it's Burgie's very powerful i don't know i don't think that that's a secret no and she's she's good in here just because she makes mana so so is neheb the eternal right like there's a few cards that i have in here yeah just to make mana right and those are the same cards that storm decks lean on to just infinite cast their whole deck like Stormkiln artist, Runaway Steamkin, Heb the Eternal, Jessica's Will, uh Mana Geyser, you get a uh, a red for each tapped land your opponent's control. That's right. You start yeah. your turn and just say I'll make 25 mana, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, there's couple a couple of the other neat moves, the, the cost reducers, these are ones that you don't normally see in commander. You've got Locket of Yesterdays. This is an artifact for 1 and it yeah. says spells spells you cast cost one less to play or cast for each spell with the same name in your graveyard. I so saw this card uh,
0: in the list and I was like, oh, this must be What is that? This must be from one of the new commander precons that just came out and I haven't had a chance to like, you know, really familiarize myself with. It's like, no, this goes way back to Time Spiral, but as yeah. a commander player, we never think about it because it's supposed to be a singleton format so
1: of course nothing has the same name in our graveyard except now oh man well if if you like that if you like that kind of thing there are a whole bunch of any number cards right like relentless rats rat colony persistent petitioners yeah. dragon's approach and shadowborn apostles we've got i got three more for you these are these are the three more neat moves we've got council of the absolute enters a battlefield Choose a non-land card. Or, sorry, choose a creature or land card. Your a opponents non, A non-creature...
0: You name a non-creature, non-land card name. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Cre- cre- I think... I, I oh, don't know. Doesn't matter. I, I got confused. Doesn't matter. You, you, not a creature, not a land. Your opponents aren't allowed to cast spells with that name. That's no problem. But you... And when you cast a spell with that name, it costs you two less to cast. So obviously we're going to name yep. Dragon's Approach. So that again, it costs us one. There's, there's a lot of ways to make it cost one. It almost seems like you might get overwhelmed with, like they can't get cheaper than one.
1: There used to be, I think I actually cut a cost reducer because it was like, yeah, major things cost one less and it cost three mana. I kept all the costs two less, and yeah. I kept all the cost one less that cost two mana. Right, right, right. And Close then I kept Jason's Sanctum.
0: Some key, some magical key, cloud key. Is it cloud key?
1: You pick uh, something yeah. and it's cheaper? Yeah, you choose. you choose a card type, and cards of that type are less. Yeah. And I did think about cloud key. And uh, there was there was a couple more. There There's lots of cost reducers. Well, can we go
0: back to, just for a second, can we go back to Storm Kiln Artist? This is another yeah. way, like, this and Bergy are the ways to, that I found to make it actually cost quote-unquote nothing because you're going to get paid back into mana when it costs one mana by casting it. The Storm Kiln makes a treasure in this case instead of directly making red mana. But, uh, yeah, so... Y- as you can see, there it's not that hard to make it so they're free and now it's just a matter of like how much can I draw, how much can I look at the top of my deck, how much can I move stuff around, adjust
1: yeah. to taste. Yeah, yeah. And I'm playing Pyromancer Ascension, which oh, yeah. when we can make them all free, we cast them. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, it ha- if it has the same name as a card in your graveyard, which it would, you put an Ascension counter on Pyromancer Ascension. And whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell while Pyromancer Ascension has two or more quest counters on it, you can copy that spell that you cast. Yeah. So... If we've got a Dragon's Approach in our graveyard and we cast one, we get a counter, we cast another one, we get a counter, we cast another one, now it's double Dragon's Approach every single time, which love that is just game. another card you don't see. Same with Harness the Storm enchantment again, like yes. Pyromancer's Ascension. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, from your hand, so there is a limitation, but from your hand, you may cast target card with the same name from your graveyard yeah. yeah and it
0: doesn't exile what like no. like a lot of these effects would be like well and when you do it's exiled forever like that, that's why it says hand so that you can't infinitely cast the same one over and over but yeah this is a way where you might be like oh i want to like i've got enough in there in my graveyard that i can exile 10 and get a couple of dragons going this is a cool card a cool card we never get to see because we play a single yeah. I want to point out too Pyromancer Ascension lets you copy the spells and Stormkill Artist pays us for copying as well as casting.
1: Yep. So yep, so we would we would net mana off of that if Dragon's Approach is reduced. I love it. Super I good. I love it. I love super it super good. Yeah. So cool. So cool. Um we got a couple more though. We got a couple more. Yeah. Never mind. The fun's not over. Whirlwind no. of Thought and Vega the Watcher say whenever you cast a spell or whenever you cast a spell from not your hand draw card right yeah so if we can't scry or if we can't shuffle and we're casting dragon's approaches from our hand or from not our hand we just draw cards and that's a way to look one card deeper or continue the chain or if there's a dragon's approach on top of our library and we cast one from our hand we can draw the one from our library and put it into our hand and see one card deeper maybe it's Mm -hmm. another dragon's approach yeah well and then i I also
0: want to point out like Elsha if you run an Elsha deck you're very familiar but we always need like a little bit of a, a little bit of a board wipe i like to put one in every deck but i don't like to put a ton in every deck because you know Creatures are a fun part of Commander, and I like that yep. when they can exist in games. Um, Terminus is perfect. I hadn't thought of this. It's the it's I didn't the m- think of it
1: either. Honestly, I didn't think of it either until I was just flipping through like my good white cards.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, What? So it's not technically a board wipe, but it's a six-mana sorcery, but it has miracle. So if you if it's the first card you draw in a turn. You get to play it for just a single white, uh, and being able to look at the top—it's not Elsha, I want to clarify doesn't make the top of your library public. You get to look at it, so you'll always see. They're like, "Oh, there's a terminus coming, so mm-hmm. I'll make sure to like cast it for miracle, put all creatures on the bottom of their owners' libraries."
1: This is the so if best we have dragons, if we have dragons, we can put them back into our deck, and then dragons approach and find them again. Amazing, but no one else Amazing. has stuff. No, and when we have things like thrill of possibility and wild gas and faithless looting yeah. that we can cast at instant speed because of elsha not only can we see the top of our library but we can cast our sorcery speed draw at instant speed and if terminus is on the top we can draw that on somebody else's turn and miracle allows us to ignore timing oh, restrictions it's wow. Wow. so good and there's so many little subtle nuances to the deck that i even i either haven't got to experience yet or i haven't even learned yet like the one card that i mentioned earlier that's 70 bucks dream halls yeah never got to cast it it's a reserved list card that's why it's so much Mm -hmm. and it's an it's an enchantment for blue blue three instead of paying the casting cost for spells of any color has to be a colored spell its caster may choose and discard a card that shares at least one color with that spell. So if I have a red card in my hand, I can discard it to cast another red card. And It doesn't say cast from your hand. So if I have something like Whirlwind of Thought that allows me to draw a card whenever I cast a spell, I can discard a Dragon's Approach to cast a Dragon's Approach from the top of my library, and then I draw a card. In all likelihood, that'll be a Dragon's Approach Hmm. that I can then discard to cast the next Dragon's Approach. And you can dig through your deck like that. And when you have the Jace's Sanctum or the Burning Prophet, you can always scry wherever you can fit a trigger in. You can scry so you can scry before you draw, for example, to put something that you don't want on the bottom and then draw. There's so many subtle little nuances that just make your brain hurt. Like, yeah, I usually only play this deck like once a night because it's right. like, what do I do? What, I, huh?
0: I also want to put the thing that I think is so fun is, you know, cards like um, Past in Flames, all of those other cards that make us casting red spells cheaper or you know paying us back with bergy or whatever that doesn't matter that it's happening from the graveyard so we can engineer a board where we're casting them for free out of the graveyard and if you're close to that happening if you see a if you see a past in flames maybe you've got one in your hand it might be worth not exiling them and just being like i don't i don't want a dragon right now i'd rather leave
1: them in my graveyard and cast them again for free oh yeah yeah i remember one of the first times i ever played the deck and i was getting windfalled and uh the dude oh. was like he, he he windfalled twice or he windfalled and copied it or something and he got my he, thousand year storm and windfall was the third spell he cast that turn so there was like triple windfall and and he got my past in flames and he was like oh yeah awesome now you can't past in flames twice and i was like yeah you're an idiot because you just put like 25 or 21 dragons approaches and other red spells into my graveyard and i just went like mana geyser past in flames get them all yeah (laughs) dead it was so awesome it was so fun oh so fun so fun
0: do we i mean uh, is it too early can we talk about there are three dragons in the deck each one has a distinct use and purpose i think um yep who who do you want to start with whomever i like them all okay niv mizzet perune it's the the heavy that the heavy color restriction one the one that has no generic mana blue 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 red 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 but for us we're just gonna XL five dragons approaches total can't be countered flying and whenever you draw a card it pings any target for one and whenever anyone casts an in your sorcery, you're like, "I don't know, dragon's approach, you draw a card, which will result in one more ping. This is like this this, this is, is the most serves...
1: common one you probably pull, right? No, it's not. No. But it does serve double function. It serves a function as adding, because when I cast a dragon's approach to deal three, I draw a card, so it makes dragon's approach deal four. Like Gutter Snipe does, like um like uh what's the Torbrand Thane of Redfell would do, like Rem Kalaris Cal- mm-hmm. does, adds damage when you cast spells. Yeah. Does that. But also it does what Whirlwind of Thought would do, or what Burning Prophet would do, or what Jace's Sanctum would do, lets me see one extra card. So it serves double functions and it's a dragon that I just get for free. For damaging my opponent, pretty. Good. It's it's probably it's probably the least powerful of the three dragons that I get.
0: We I mean, don't let which is visit like, here. Like,
1: that yeah, <laughs> it's like what, what? Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, if this is the more less powerful, who uh, like obviously I should
1: say the less the less powerful because I don't want to turn it into an infinite combo right right right, right underworld right, right, right. breach deck right? right. If I had underworld breach, then this might be better if i could discard more cards that i draw. Right right right. But uh, the next one is Velamokis Lorehold, a 5/5 mm-hmm. five, five elder dragon, flying, vigilance, haste, white, red 5. Whenever Velamokis Lorehold attacks, look at the top 7 cards of your library and you can cast an instant w- an instant or sorcery with mana value less than or equal to Velamokis's power from among them without paying its mana cost, put the rest on the bottom of your library. So, if you reveal a dragon with them, you can put it on the bottom of your library for your next dragon's approach search. Yeah. But also, you put them onto the battlefield, attack for five because it has haste. So, you do three from your fifth dragon's approach. Right. Attack somebody for five, reveal five, and then get another dragon's approach. So, at least three people are taking six and one person's taking 11. Yeah yeah that's a that's those are high numbers and then i've got a five five blocker as well because it's got vigilance so this one if i need a blocker and want to continue to do the damage game it's very good if the deck gets too streamlined i would swap sub this out and put a red dragon in a red dragon is from adventures and forgotten realms it etbs and just does four damage to everybody it's like flame flame rift but on a creature right and then um, the dragon I search for for the most is uh-huh. Spine Dragon. This is the dragon I search for the most.
0: Right. This would it's be five s- red red if you want to hard cast it, but we don't. No. Uh, it's nope. a seven five with flying. And when it comes into play, you may discard your hand and draw cards not equal to how many cards you discarded. You draw cards equal to the damage dealt to target opponent this turn which is probably up in the teens by now
1: or certainly at least six or nine right six or nine is the is usually what it is i've done 12 once and i think of the 12 like i ended up post drawing 12 two more dragons approaches then two more mana rocks and then i had to discard a card from eight to seven
0: wow which
1: i mean big deal right like you do six more damage to all your opponents and you cast two mana rocks and you got to discard down to a measly seven cards in hand and you have a seven five
0: (laughs) it's amazing it's so fun like I, i i can imagine your opponents especially having seen it once are just like this deck comes out of nowhere like you think you're oh, yeah. fine, and you're like, okay. I see a couple of mana rocks. Elsha's out, and like that's it.
1: Yeah. I've got a healthy. It's life not total. that Alsha deck. We'll be okay, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And f- for first time players, like players that have never experienced the this dragons approach deck, I, I, I think that I I try to sneak in a dragons approach like turn three dragons approach. Turn yeah. six, dragons approach. Mana rock or or card draw spell, right? So it's yeah. kind of ease him into it. <laughs> but people who've played against the deck like four or five times now, they're like, oh yeah, we know this deck. And I'll set my turns up: mana rock, mana rock, card draw, mana rock, mana rock. elsha no responses. Elsia swiftfoot boots, right? Yeah. And then on turn turn five or turn the next turn, it's like dragons approach, dragons approach, dragons approach, dragons approach, dragons approach. Search for a dragon. Draw cards right like you do try to have a mini storm turn when players are familiar with it because it. they'll try to stop you from killing them all in one turn oh, and uh usually it takes deck. two or three turns
0: what a fun deck so fun um only three dragons but that's all you need it's uh Elshia's the perfect commander for this ryan thank you for this is such a creative deck um shall we do a quick budget report let's do it As we we already talked a little bit about budget and stuff, but I don't ask our, my guests to do budget restrictions. Uh, and lands aside, I know la- you could, su- the lands are such a, they, they change the price of a deck so drastically with the least functionality change. Yeah. Um, lands, so- are <laughs> lands are jerks. Lands <laughs> are jerks. You put whatever lands you want from from your collection. Spend money if you want. Don't spend money if you want. So uh, this is the budget without lands comes to four fifty. However, and you know that's that's higher than average. But like one hundred and fifty, that's coming from a mana crypt. Um, That (laughs) that that's a that's one of those like table tables. Either your meta plays with these or you don't. So if you want to yep. get into this deck and you don't have one, your meta probably if, doesn't. If
1: you have mana crypt in your deck, then it's a Cedh deck. But if you don't, then it's not. That's that's a that's yeah. a thing that I think has crossed people's minds in the past. Yeah. Really quick on the lands, though. Really quick. Oh sure. Fe- fetch lands are so good for this deck because they allow you to shuffle but like scalding tarns aired mesas any of the white inclusive blue inclusive or red inclusive ones of course are expensive prismatic vista expensive but terramorphic expanse evolving wilds kind of fabled passage are all pretty affordable and ghost then, Quarter allows you to Ghost Quarter your own land and then find a different land so you can shuffle, but you, you're you like even on mana. And then Field of Ruin, which allows you to destroy a land and everybody searches for one, so you right. could Field of Ruin. And that's an affordable card as well. I just wanted to maximize ways that allowed me to shuffle and fetch lands, air quotes, fetch lands, even if they're Terraformic and Evolving Wilds, are fetch lands in that they let me shuffle so you don't have to spend whatever scalding tarn is worth you can just play those cheap ones right you're not trying to break records we could do panoramas too
0: and um what's the other one i'm thinking of the you have to get two of the same myriad landscape there's lots of cheap ways to get i mean we know why fetches cost so much because it costs you nothing to do it uh but again yep yeah great point the more fetches you can put in, the better. Um, yeah. So let's let's say you're not running mana crypt. Let's say you don't run dream halls, which is that reserve mm-hmm. list card. That's a seventy dollar card. Really, after that, if you knock those off, your biggest expense is those dragons approaches. They're they're like two fifty three bucks a piece now. Um, they are, all of these cards that say you're allowed to put as many as you want shoot up in value because. Commander players drive a lot of prices. So many of them, right? You need so many many of them.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Listen, you know what? You cut you cut Jessica's will, which makes you mana. Yeah, and you put in like a a a, a, what is it? A seething song, red two gets you five red, so you can just dragons approach all day. You that's what's a jessica's approach like 15 16 bucks Something you like could cut that. the vellimachus lore hold and you put a red dragon in you're trading a mythic you're trading a mythic for like an uncommon you're going from eight or nine bucks down to 50 cents right there's all kinds of ways to cut value without changing what the deck does yeah, and, and, and I, I think Red too, Dragon seriously, I think that that's a good include in a Dragons approach deck cuz it's like casting another Dragons approach.
0: I think so. I think so. And and just like if you just don't want to think about it and you're too confused, just whenever will cut the cards you can't afford and just add cheap draw spells or some cheap removal and yep. You're good. The yep. deck's fun. You're still going to play it. Yep. Um I might even like we we did a deck a while back that used a lot of Crypt Rats. And we try to think of like, what's a good substitution if you don't want to shell out for the, if you don't want to shell out for the dragon's approaches, what's a good three mana sorcery red that would, I'm going to look one up. Give me a second.
1: You know what? I I got a couple here. I got a couple. You could do a furnace of wrath, which is red, 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 one doubles all damage dealt to everybody. So now the dragon's approaches, you do have deal six,
0: you could
1: do Torbrand Thane of Redfell, all of your red da- damaging things deal two extra. You could do Flame Rift, which is four damage to every person. And then if you're going to run a couple rituals like the th- the Seething Songs and the Burgies and the Cost Reducers, you could run earthquakes and you could run like damage everybody things because guaranteed your opponents are going to have less life than you and if if your opponents are all sitting around 10 and you've got like 10 mana and you're at 20 earthquake boom win the game
0: yeah no i love that i i guess i i, I more meant if you want to proxy it what substitute card costs a couple pennies that is like close oh. enough to remind you that's like oh this I don't have 23 dragons approaches. Um, my proposal is bathe in dragon fire because it's a two oh. and a red, it's a two and a red sorcery and it's mostly, you know, it's, it's, it's a kind of mostly yellow picture, which is similar to dragon's approach. There's a dragon in it. It's called dragon fire. Um, you just got to remember what the real text is and just, say, I'm like, Oh th- man, these are from battle Bonds. You just Bond. slayed me with that. That's <laughs> so good. These yes, are from Battle you Bond. Could just They're four cents yeah. each. Uh, you just get 23 of these. So now the budget is actually quite cheap.
1: Yeah, that is... Act- that's so good. That's so good. It's got dragon in the name, sorcery, same cost. Yeah. And just have like one dragon's approach kind of like a kind of like a checklist card right, right, or, right or like right, right. A, a token placeholder card or a manifest or a morph card for when you play one face down you remember what it is yeah you just yeah. have it in your token box and say here's what dragon's approach does here's what is it um bathe in dragon bathe fire? And dragon fire that's just what i came up with uh boom yeah yeah F- per- fits perfect that's the good like cut print check the tape like done.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i love yeah.
1: doing that i love doing that uh yeah so i mean
0: we- we've got to do a bunch of decades this is super fun um man ryan this is a uh, this is this is flown by it always does when we have guests talking does. about exciting decks i don't want the listen. Uh, in case you don't also listen to cco podcast you certainly must you must do that um you and Brendo are so fun, but also—is there anything else you've got
1: going on that you'd like us to listen to? I know you've got other podcasts going on as yeah, well. Yeah, you know what? There's there's such a huge amount of stuff that we've been working on for a long time. We we we've got Commander Cookout podcast and Commander Cookout on YouTube which is the cast, the video cast. We do top fives and some other just magic adjacent type stuff. But commander ad populum is an, is another one that people say, Oh, that's you too. Yeah. Yeah. Commander ad populum. And it's kind of how magic and commander kind of translates into real life or vice versa. Lots of magic adjacent topics that have to deal with, you know, how magic has helped me grow up, become a, become an adult or, or, how I problem solve in magic, how it translates into the real world or vice versa. There's that it's, it's a lot of fun. We look at a lot of older magic sets for the players that haven't been around for 600 years. Like me, <laughs> we on commander cookout, we just, as of today went live with a merchandise campaign. So you can go to commander or watch any of the stuff from CCO today onwards to learn about that and we're we're gonna kind of roll with that merchandising campaign to maybe start to fund in 2022 kind of like a mini i don't want to commit to too much verbally yet but a mini documentary series whenever we go to a magic event because so many players don't have the opportunity to go to magic fest vegas or they don't get to travel and go to Magic Fest Toronto is so expensive, right? Because Toronto travel tax. Yeah. We we want to be able to document that and capture what a Magic Fest is, what a convention is. Like Gen Con. It's the biggest yeah. gaming convention in the world. We want to do a mini documentary on that and show people why it's so awesome and why these events are so important. Not only to the gaming community, but to our own personal CCO Nation is what we call it, right? The yeah. all of the audience that is the collective commander cookout. So that's all the stuff that we've got kind of immediately that we're that we've been really busy with lately. Great. Great. I mean, in, in any any links you
0: have for me? Well, I'll put those in the show notes. Be sure to check those out.
1: Um big big time. Big time. Big time. Yeah. We're so excited to finally be able to offer like just merchandise and just stuff that people have been asking us for for so long. Yeah. And with with all of last year and just delays and not being able to meet with people and ship stuff and the ex the added expense to all of that stuff. Like I, you already talked about at the start of the show, right? Like we don't got to rehash it out. But now that that's less than it was, we are we're ready to to move on it, and it's it's going to be so fun. It's going to be so awesome.
0: Oh, I, that sounds fantastic! I um, uh, I can't wait! I can't wait, awesome. Ryan.
1: Uh, a
0: a a sincere FU from me and Andy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank oh, you definitely so much. an F you to Andy. He could he couldn't even show up. Like, what is he? What is he possibly? What could he be doing? He's probably yeah. sleeping. He's probably sleeping right now. Yeah, he's probably sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, Ryan, so the, the best, easiest the thing all my best to brando please oh yeah i will i'm seeing him tomorrow we're recording cco whatever number it is i don't even know Uh, i'll have to look at the notes but huge thanks for having me always a ton of fun love to share a deck that so many people ask about week in week out this is a fun one for
0: sure thanks for thanks for bringing it see you everybody